Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pipe Bomb Show. I'm yo, Jean Pipe Bomb. I know, I know, it's been a few days. It's been a while. But let's talk about AEW All Out, this pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen. First off, I'm going to start off by saying this. I'm not going to be as dramatic as some people have been. I'm not going to say this is the greatest pay-per-view of all time. I'm not going to say that this pay-per-view beats this one. This is better than this WrestleMania. This paper. No, 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 no. But if I think about it, I think that this pay-per-view, in my opinion, is from my very own top 10 pay-per-views of all time. Now, if I was to really, really, really think about it, maybe it's even top five pay-per-views of all time for me. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go back and you listen to my Double or Nothing 2021 pay-per-view review, pay-per-view review, I like that, episode, you'll hear, you know, further down the card, I'm like, yeah, you know, around this time, it was getting late, and I was, you know, I was, had a long day, I was pretty drowsy, I was in and out of it, didn't pay attention to everything and stuff like that. Ah, yeah, not getting it this time. This paper, the the reason why I would say top 10, because this pay-per-view had me hooked. This pay-per-view had me focused, paying attention I was wide awake when this pay-per-view ended. My wife looked at me, and it was, I don't don't even remember, like 11.30 or something like that. She goes, you're still up? Is the pay-per-view done yet? I said, no, not yet. Not yet. (laughs) She's like, what the hell? I was like, hey, 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 they only do four a year. They could keep me up to midnight. I'm fine. But let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. We had a lot to unpack here. But let's start off with the buy-in. Best Friends and Jurassic Express take on the Hardy family office. As I predicted. Oh, let me stop right there. I want to apologize. If you listened to the prediction episode... Because I just looked now, and it did not upload the other part of the prediction show. So you didn't even hear my predictions. Which sucks. But I will tell you my predictions when I talk. And I'm not going to bullshit it. I got it wrong. I got it wrong. But right here in the buy-in, I got it right. I figured you'd start off. Uh, the night with the baby faces getting the win. Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy is still so over. Orange Cassidy is so over. 
you could have had them, you know, lose. So I figured they'd get the win. They did. The first match woo, started off with Miro defending the TNT title against Eddie Kingston. As I predicted, which nobody heard, Miro retained. I don't. I didn't think Eddie Kingston would be the one to take it from him. In my predictions, I said that weeks ago, Miro called out Eddie Kingston. So I thought they would do a TV match and then Miro would go too far. He would, you know, beat the crap out of Eddie, holding the game over a little too long. And then John Moxley would come in. And that would set up Moxley and Miro at the pay-per-view for the TNT title. But that didn't happen. I enjoyed this match. This was a brawl. These two were hitting each other hard. These, This was a good old fight. You know, you can appreciate the athleticism, the dives, you know, the crazy moves and stuff. With some of these guys, sometimes you just like guys just beating the shit out of each other. Speaking of two men beating the shit out of each other, John Moxley versus Sakoshi Kojima. This <laughs> this match I was getting um a food delivery. So I was paying attention to the match. Um there was nothing at stake uh with this match. I had no issue with it at all. It's just he was facing you know, everyone thought it was going to be Tanahashi that uh, that uh, Moxley was going to be facing. So hearing a different name, a different person, someone I'm not familiar with, bit of a letdown. The match was decent. Nothing too crazy. Um, after the match, we get music playing. And the camera shows the entrance. And it says the word king, and it shows rain falling. And immediately, I'm saying immediately, I see rain, and I saw the word king, and I could only think of Okada, the rain maker. And maybe, you know, he's the king of New Japan. So I thought it would be Okada, but it wound up being Minoru Suzuki. Now, one, uh, same thing. Not a person I've watched consistently, but I've heard enough to know that this, this guy this is a crazy fucking guy, and he's brutal. So he comes in. He's trading shots with Moxley. Uh, they're going back and forth, puts Moxley in the sleeper, then he drops him with a gotch pile driver, and these two are going to be facing off on AEW Dynamite Wednesday, not freaking, you know, in a month or anything, like, immediately, so that was all right. Next up, we've got... For the AEW Women's 
world title. Britt Baker defending against Chris Santlander. And Britt Baker keeps the title. Like I figured, uh, match ended when Britt hit everything she could. She went to the corner and set up. It's the Panama Sunrise. But she's calling it the Pittsburgh Sunrise. She hits Adam Cole's Canadian Destroyer from the middle rope for a two count. Then she gets up. She hits the stomp for a two count. But then uh, uh, Britt locks in the lockjaw and gets the submission. I think it was verbal. I didn't see a tap out. It might have been a verbal or something like that. Not totally sure. But Britt Baker keeps it. Like I figured, I I think she's going to drop that title to Thunder Rosa. But it won't be anytime soon. And you'll figure out why. Oh my god, this match. The Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team titles in a steel cage. This was amazing. These two guys, these two teams, they're facing off in the ring. They're going back and forth. Uh, I mean... There's so much to get into, the, you know, all the different moves. Uh, Brand, uh, towards the end, Brandon Cutler, he throws a bag. He throws it over the steel cage. These two, oh, these two teams are always putting on amazing matches. And they haven't faced off for two years at All Out. It was a ladder match. This time is a cage match. And in that bag that Brandon Cutler threw was a sneaker. A sneaker with thumbtacks on the bottom. So, Pentagon is bloodied up. Ray Phoenix is bloodied up. Um, and the match ends... When Ray Phoenix goes to the top, hits a hits a, uh, a crossbody splash on all all three guys. Pentagon picks him up for a package power driver, assisted with Ray Phoenix, and one two three. We have new AEW World Tag Team Champions, the Lucha Bros. This, I I did not do this match justice talking about it. This went 22 minutes. If you can, watch it. This was absolutely amazing. Um, From the entrance, uh, the Lucha Bros had the people who who made their, 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 their theme music, had them rap and sing them out to the ring so I said wow that's why would you do that if they're just gonna lose tonight but obviously they didn't then we go to the women's uh casino battle royal 21 women let me check something yep we're good 
basically comes down to three women. Five at a time, they come out. And then the Joker card. The Joker card, the last person to come in is Ruby Soho. And if you know that name, it's Ruby Riot. The recently released Ruby Riot, by the way. She comes out to an ovation. And she looked like she wanted to cry right then and there. What's funny is, uh, after AEW was done, uh, she was part of the press conference. And she said that was the single greatest moment in her career. Because she had never been cheered like that. And I know people are like, how, how, how could, you know, how could that be? Because, you know, you were in WWE and I'm, and I'm thinking about it. When she was in NXT, it was, you know, she wasn't really, she didn't stand out that much. When she got to the main roster, she was a heel for a lot of her run. She was with the Riot Squad. She was a heel for a long, long time. Even when she came back from her injury, she was a heel. And then she teamed back up with Liv Morgan. It was still the pandemic. Until WrestleMania. And I doubt people were at the end, at at the Riot Squad coming in to a tag team turmoil match no one was gonna go crazy so I believe her when she says you know that's the loudest she's been cheered uh it gets on to the final three so uh so I thought that was nice that she sees that like as a highlight um Gets on to the last three women, Nia Jax. Nia Jax, wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. Nyla Rose. Oh, it's because Nia, Nyla, I got it. Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, uh, Ruby Soho. Uh, Thunder Rosa knocks out Nyla. It goes down to uh, Rosa and, and, and Soho. They're on the apron, they're fighting back and forth, and Ruby hits her with the the riot kick. And Thunder Rosa just drops down. Ruby Soho, on her debut, wins the, the Casino Battle Royal and now gets a shot at the women's world title. So good on her, good first impression, obviously. Chris Jericho versus MJF. If Chris Jericho loses, he has to retire from in-ring competition, as I thought Chris Jericho won. But, of course, there was a little bit of controversy. Uh, MJF, I believe, used... He used Floyd the Bat. So, So what happened was, 
Wardlow came out. And then Jake Hager came out. And they started fighting uh, by the ramp. So two referees came out. And, you know, hey, 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 get out of here. Get out of here. So they fought their way to the back. That's very important. This is, that is a very important piece of this. At the same time, MJF has Floyd the Bat, hits him with, uh, uh, hits Jericho with the Bat, I believe. And I don't know what he, I think he hits, he hit Jericho with the Judas effect. Or he hits him with, with some, some move. So basically, uh, uh, the referee in the ring goes to count one, two, and Jericho has his foot on the bottom rope. The referee never saw it, counts the three, rings the bell, matches over. MJF beat Chris Jericho. The fans know something's up. You can't end it like that. You can't do that to Jericho. So, remember I said there was referees on the rampway? One of them comes down to the ring and says, no, 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 you missed it. Foot was on the bottom rope. You missed it. I saw it. I saw the whole thing. I was out here because of stupid Jake Hager and, and Wardlow. Referee uh, uh, or Aubrey, Aubrey something. I forgot her name. She goes. She restarts the match. Jericho, I don't know the whole sequence, but he basically gets MJF in the walls of Jericho. MJF can't do anything but tap out. Puts him in the walls. Goes to reach for the rope. Jericho brings him back to the middle. Cranks back on it some more. Even turns it to the line tamer, actually. Gets his uh, his knee by uh, MJF's head, and MJF taps out. We got CM Punk versus Darby Allen. CM Punk, seven long years, seven long years, and he came to AEW. Ah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, did I get to do CM Punk? No. Seven long years. CM Punk versus Darby Allen. This is a good match. Uh, we're seeing, uh, CM Punk with tights. We're used to the, uh, knee pads and then, you know, his, his trunks or whatever. So he wore, uh, he wore tights this time around. It's a pretty decent match. Nothing too crazy. Uh, match ends with, um, well, one of the highlights was Darby Allen uh, uh, hitting the coffin drop and CM Punk just sitting up. Veteran instinct. Just get out of the way and let this guy hurt himself. Uh, hits the GTS. Go to sleep. One, two, three. CM Punk wins his very first match at AEW. Sting comes out, shakes Sting's hand, shakes Darby Allen's hand. There you go. The next match, which in all honesty was a buffer, a buffer match. Uh, Big Show versus QT Marshall. 
not going to light the world on fire with uh, this match. Uh, it went three minutes. That's it. Big Show knocked out the other two uh, factory members. Uh, nothing happened with um, with uh, Billy Gunn and the Gun Club or anything like that. Um, hit the choke slam and won. Like I figured he would. Um, also, I was right on the predictions till I got to... The only thing I was wrong about this whole night was Lucha Bros and uh, Young Bucks. I thought the Young Bucks would keep the titles because it plays into the other storyline with Andrade and Pac, which is you guys should be with me because until you're with me, you'll never win those tag titles. Now that they have won those tag titles, they're just going to look at Andrade and go, well, why the hell do we need you? We did it. We won the titles. We didn't need you at all. So uh, interesting to see how that storyline is going to move on from there. But we've got our main event, Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the AEW world title. Kenny Omega wins, hits the one-winged angel from the middle rope, crashes down, gets the one, two, three. And then uh, Young Bucks come out. The Good Brothers come out. They just give Christian a good old-fashioned beatdown. But then the Jurassic Express come in. But guess what? They get beat down too. Kenny Omega says, you know, no one's in my league. You know, with this title, like... The only people that could beat me are not here. They're tired. I think he meant to say retired, but he goes, they're tired or they're dead. And ladies and gentlemen, this was the highlight of the night. Because the lights go out and we hear some amazing music. And out walks Adam Cole, baby. Cole walks out to a huge ovation. He comes down to the ring. He steps in. One side is the elite. The other side is Adam Cole. He's staring at them. He's talking a bunch of crap. On the side, Jungle Boy is slowly getting up. And Adam Cole super kicks him. The Young Bucks give him a hug. He's patting everyone. He gets a kiss from from each buck on each cheek. And I even saw, if you pay attention, even Kenny Omega gives him a kiss on the back of the head. Adam Cole says he is part of the elite. Kenny Omega then says, starts saying his goodbye speech. He, you know, he gets ready for the mwah, goodbye, and, wait, no, it's goodbye, and mwah, good night, bang. But once he kisses his finger, we hear the flight of the Valkyries. And 
followed by an interesting hip-hop remix. (laughs) But out comes Brian Danielson. Ladies and gentlemen, in one night, AEW just debuted two of the hottest free agents. Uh, (laughs) What's funny is, I had saw a clip, and it was from Renee Young, Renee, I don't know what her last name is, from her podcast. And she was talking to CM Punk. So she, and he goes, you know, I would love to fight the Young Bucks. Uh, I would need to find a tag team partner. And she says, well, who would you pick as your tag team partner? And he looks at her and goes, when does this podcast come out? And she goes, well, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a spoiler. Just, you know, fantasy booking. And CM Punk goes, well, if I'm putting my Booker's hat on, I'd pick Brian Danielson. And the reason why he hesitated, because he, because when he said, when does the podcast come out? And she says, on Saturday, he's probably like, shit, should I say anything? The worst kept secret in AEW was that CM Punk was debuting without them telling you CM Punk was debuting. Now it was that Daniel Bryan was coming in. And here he is. I can't wait to find out more information about these two guys coming over because this is a jump. Think about it. Adam Cole was running NXT. He was the head guy. He was the face of NXT for a long time. Daniel Bryan just came off of a WrestleMania main event. And these two guys both left WWE to come to AEW. Absolutely amazing. I mean, that puts the, this pay-per-view over the top. Anyway, I really enjoyed this pay-per-view. Like I said, only thing I got wrong was the tag team uh, title matches. Pay-per-view as a whole was overall good. Like I said, it'd, it'd be in my top 10. And if I really think about it, maybe even top five. This pay-per-view had me engaged. I was list- I was watching every single thing. I was focused the whole night. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. This is the AEW All Out 2021 pay-per-view. I'll talk to you guys next time.